0: Hey, you busy? Mm mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. So the other day, shouts out to all things iPhone notifications, got that little thing that comes on that says, "Uh, ma'am, your storage is uh full. You either gonna have to pay for some more or delete some of these things that's inside of your phone." So I went ahead and went through my videos at first because I felt that would be way easier to do than just going through the photos individually. And I came across the very video that prompted me to want to do these phone calls in the first place. And it was a very uncomfortable watch because it was a video pertaining to my experience with blended family and being a stepparent. And I remember, see the thing about videos and pictures for me is that it is literally a snapshot to not only where I was at, but I can recall the emotions. Are you like that? Like you can look at a picture and be like, oh, that was not a good time for me. Or like, you know what, I was so excited that day. Like you can recapture the moment emotionally okay, good, I'm not the only person. So that's the kind of person that I am. And so when I saw this video that I made toward the end of the year, actually literally December 31st, 2018, not that I remember verbatimly, but that it was timestamped, don't don't try me. I was looking at that video and I had mixed emotions. One was, man. I feel sorry for that girl in that video like emotionally I don't want you in that place but there are a couple of other things that led to that it was oh my gosh little did I know that there was way more to come after that video and the frustration that I felt which led me to make the video in the first place so the video was just pretty much me saying my husband and I were going through a lot with trying to blend out families um for sake of not having a tongue twister, I won't say biological, non-biological, we'll just call my husband's biological children my bonus children. And then, of course, my daughter and my son, they're my biological children. So together, our family encompasses of two boys and two girls, which is something that I always wanted when I was younger. And ironically, the same thing with my husband. It was like, really? I always said four children, two, two girls, two boys. But then once I had my children, I was like, there's no way she popping out for them things. We're going to have to substitute for mangoes or something because it's not going to work. But anywho, and I remember her just having a very uncomfortable journey in my step parenthood. And so I did the only thing that kind of soothes me when I'm like, okay, I'm at the end of my rope on this journey of information let me go ahead and start searching so I researched I went on YouTube I did some things and the step parenting informational Hubbard is just not what I thought it would be like I was experiencing some extremes I had the extremes of uh, women saying that their bonus children and their spouse were teaming up and pairing up against them so that they constantly felt like they were being tag-teamed and attacked um, in their own home on any given visit from the bonus children. And I was like, mm. yeah, that's more than having an issue step-parenting. That's marital issues. Because that was one of the ground rules that my husband and I set with each other off back. It was, listen, at the end of it all, it is you and I. These kids eventually grow up. They eventually have their own family. They're eventually, they're eventually. And at the end of the day, we do not want to look on the opposite side of the bed and be like, okay, now's a good time to know you and be close to you. We want to establish that off rip. It is you and I against the world, including everyone in this house and outside of this house. Have a nice day. So once that little blanket of awesomeness was laid, it it was pretty much sailing. So I personally could not relate to the people that were like it. When I was reading those messages, it was literally women almost like crying out through these messages. I just wish that he was more protective of me. And I just wish and, you know, at least that's the voice that I read it in, because, you know, how you can read something you're like, oh, my gosh, you need a hug and a marital counselor. Like what is going on? It's too much. And then I saw the other extreme, which was people saying, "You know it's a hard job to be a step parent, more so again, me looking for stepmothers because that's the role that I was playing in or that I'm playing in now. Um, and so in that people were saying things like, you know, you just gotta love." whatever out of the children and um, you know keep loving them and and someone coined this effect which really grind my gears that is New York for upset me to the utmost level it was they mimicked or correlated step parenting in a mother realm as hugging and loving a porcupine and nothing about that was like we sign me up it was like what no, and and when is it not okay? Like, I'm not, no, that's not okay. Then I saw the other things where people like, you know, it was rocky at some point. Then it eventually got okay. Then there was just people that was just like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. But what I was looking for on my own individual search was someone just to keep it 100% and say, I don't like this. I don't like being a stepmother. This has no, no regard toward anyone else except for when I zoom out and look at this situation out of all the titles that I could have chosen, this is not one I would have randomly done. This is not for the faint hearted. I don't like it. I was looking for someone to keep it 100. You see what I'm saying? And I think that that's where we lose our zeal because when you're going through something, one the enemy tries to make you seem like you're the only person in the world that's going through that you're the only person in the world that can't find comfortable jeans you're the only person in the world that can't manage your money right and so i think that the first healing agent is to feel like oh my goodness there's someone that i can relate to which is why i keep telling you how much i love joyce meyer and certain other people because i see a portion of myself in them and it is so important to be relatable Because it's a healing agent. That's why it's so important to me to be real, not to be fake, not to be masked or anything else. It's one thing to be private. It's another thing to be phony. And I just, those are two separate P words for me. And so I want to make sure that I walk the extreme fine line to that. So... It was bothering me that I wasn't finding anyone outside of the women who were, you know, just my spouse is doing this and they make me feel like I'm alone. And I feel like, you know, the worst weekends ever, I lose my entire family because my spouse leaves me and, the, and reading that was just like, okay, so that's not my story. Um, So I clearly could understood why those women would write, this sucks. But it wasn't so much of the step parenting sucks it was um this whole journey with the children and the way that they treat me sucks and and I get it but I was looking for the verbatim of step parenting is not easy and it sucks it sucks particularly in my opinion with women now I don't know exactly because I tried to talk to my husband about this. Like, which way should I talk about this? And he was like, just talk. And so that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. My goal is not to go ahead and put a ribbon on any fecal matter. I just want to be able to say, yo, it stinks. The baby stinks without everyone trying to know but it's a baby and let's keep changing the outfit. You keep trying to change an outfit on a doodly baby that doesn't change the fact that the baby stinks. And maybe if we can clear some of this fumigated scent off of this baby, then maybe we can try different outfits and see what works. But I can't try not a near another outfit until I go ahead and dissect, A, hey, what did you eat? Because that's disgusting. Never want to smell that again or change that again. Um, And then two, Where are the essentials to change this diaper because I'm just not one to sit in a room and to be eating and smiling and doing all things yay when I can smell that there's something that's out of order. And so for me, step-parenting has not been fun. Step-parenting as a mother has not been the easiest I am not that person that just feels like just keep going and loving them out. That's not me. I want to keep it 100 if with no one else but myself. And for myself, I have realized that, wow, this is hard. Now, I thought that I was coming into something a little bit more different because I'll give you a little background. My bonus children are biracial. Their mom is Caucasian. So if you look at my bonus children, you see blonde hair with highlights, blue-greenish eyes, hazel, they turn colors, they do all the different things, and my bonus children look extremely on the other side they they look more caucasian than they do african american cool so off back i thought okay should be a breeze i also thought it would be a breeze because i came into their life a little bit earlier than usual this is not the i'm coming into teenagehood which is automatic yeah bro you about to have some issues when i came around my oldest bonus child was eight and so my bonus baby was six yeah just about that cool everything's nice and dandy like the way it smells so i'm i'm walking into it with the expectation of okay you know this is pretty much going to be okay what's the worst that can happen they're young they're from a different culture which in my mind because they were Caucasian maybe it was my me being naive but I thought it would be lesser drama because I mean at this point what's the issue I've always looked at step parenting and blending um more so connected to what the relationship is with the parents and so I was very clear when I met my husband and we were courting and doing all that to really find out the baseline of where is your relationship with her how long have you guys been divorced you know we went through all of that and for the most part it checked every box of I can do this in my heart and in my soul so moving forward If I'm honest with you, I bumped heads with my bonus son immediately. I saw off back, this is going to be an issue. He was a little, how can I say? (laughs) You know, he's like, I still want to be respectful. He was different. I saw off back, he had a lack of respect for women. So, for example, when he would talk to me first time meeting me, uh, instead of, like, trying to tap me or, like, get my attention, he would kick me to try to get me to pay attention to him. And so I had to remind him um, the sternest way that I could that your feet belong on the floor at all times, and the only time they should be airlifted of any sort is if you're tying your shoe, okay, at no point. And I walked a fine line with how much... Um, I wanted to go ahead and press upon because I knew they come from a small town that is a majority Caucasian and they are with their dad, my now husband, one week on and they're with their other side of the family the other week. And so two weeks out of the month, they are experiencing African-American dad, but never... (laughs) Have they experienced African American mom or another woman? Dad has never brought anyone else around. Um, so I really was like, mmm, because she's a disciplinarian. You understand? You know, I come from the long line of I should be able to look at my children across the room and they know immediately get it together. You understand? Well, gritting my teeth in the spirit and they should be able to be like oh let me um, yeah yeah button up your shirt straight sir from New York aggressive you know so I really was like what kind of woman do I want to portray in my bonus son's life because I knew off back I had a big shoe to fill you know first African American woman <laughs> first woman in your daddy's life You know, when their parents broke up, they were too young to understand the dynamic of, "Mm, my parents are no longer together. You know, they were three and two. So you're not really recalling this is what a household looked like for as long as they remember it was just them and their dad. And so I understood all the dynamics of it. But what I was experiencing with my bonus son was nothing. It didn't look like I'm jealous because, you know, you're not my mom or it didn't look that way it was more so of a I don't respect women and why I say that every woman teacher that he's ever had he's disrespected because I had to get some background information from his dad I'm like yo what's the problem you say something he listens I say something he looks at you like I gotta listen to her and I thought at first, you know, okay, well, I'm new. I get it. Okay, great. But when you get in trouble every day with every female teacher, and this has been years and years and years, and he wasn't acting his age. So at eight, he was saying, you know, he he asked his father. This is the first example I had where I was like, yo, we have a problem, Houston. Like, please contact Houston because we have a problem. He asked his dad. He said, I'm thirsty. And my husband and I were courting at the time, and we were in my kitchen, and so we're. Where he's helping me clean up, and he was like, "All right, buddy, give me a minute." My bonus son then proceeds to get on the floor, so he did a stop, drop, and roll motion, and continued to whine. But I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. In this voice, continuously, and so I looked at my husband, and I—that was my red flag. And he was like, "Okay, buddy, all right, just give me a moment, you know." Just I—I I, I was flawed. So I think he must have saw it in my face. He was like, What's wrong? I was like, I don't really wanna I don't wanna talk to you about how you raise your children or, you know, how we may parent differently, but I'm seeing an issue. And it took me a little minute to try to formulate my words where, you know, I didn't want him to be defensive. But what I said to him ultimately was, if that were any other child, they would have been mildly dehydrated. Because if there's nothing wrong with him mentally, like if he doesn't have a special need or anything that would facet why he is communicating like he is five and he's eight going on nine, I'm not responding, uh, to said request of water. It can never be that serious to me. And so it will, it was little things like that, that I was pointing out like, Hey, um, uh, same weekend that we went ahead and spent, you know, cause we were trying to see, Hmm, how would we blend, you know, kind of trying to get those pieces together. My husband had stepped away from moment, went upstairs in the house that I was in and bonus son felt like it was a great time to start slapping his sister. And so sister came down to me and she's like, he hit me. And I looked at her back and the handprint was almost still visible. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, Hey buddy. Um, you're going to get a timeout. This is what we're going to do. You know, she's trying some new things because my kids don't know nothing about no timeouts, okay? They know it's going to be a time for them to get out. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you, you already see where I'm going with that. And so I was like, you know what a timeout is? And he was like, no. Oh, well, you're about to learn today, the good Bishop Kevin Hart. You're gonna learn today, okay? That's how that's gonna work out. Need you to go ahead and get this corner, mm-hmm, little action. Need you to fumigate and warm this corner with your body heat, sir. And this is what's gonna happen. So he was like, oh, "Okay." So he chose the corner that was aligned with the television, and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that." So I turned the TV off and did that, and he was just like, mm. "So I think very." Very On the onset, it was very clear, and I wanted him to be exceptionally understanding that there was no getting over with me. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to be overbearing, but I wanted it to be clear. I don't know how you handled every other woman in your life, but this woman you're going to handle differently. And I expect nothing from you except one thing, respect. And that has been the underlining issue for the entire time. And my heart goes out to anyone that is going through a step-parenting situation, especially on the realm of mothering, because I seen from all the research that I did, there's one or two ways that people were step-parenting. It either was the, hey, little buddy, I like your daddy ain't got nothing to do with me liking you okay I'm gonna be his wingman we're gonna go ahead and take these pictures for the gram um and then outside of that you have a nice day there will be no reason to contact me okay especially because all your biological parents are alive and well Mm -hmm. so yeah no reason to contact me that's that's or be in my space at all that's one form of set parenting with in the mother realm, right? Then you have the other side where it's the Jada Pickett, where it's the I'm loving you like you came out of me. It's the ba 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 ba, you know, the whole situation there. And fortunately, and unfortunately, that's the road that I took. I took the road if I'm going to love your daddy, I'm going to love everything that comes from your daddy, came through your daddy, just all things daddy. And I love these kids. Like they were absolutely positively from my own loins. I went as far as making sure that they had college accounts. And like I really dove all the way in. And so to have that form of heart and posture when you're step parenting and to then have it snatched away from you or disrupted for no fault of your own it's almost like a spat in the face because and this needs to be screened to the mountaintops when it comes to step parenting children and people need to understand that there are there is a deficit of people who will love you just because when they don't have to When someone comes into your life and decides, I'm going to love you without conditions, without any other knowledge of you, I'm just going to embrace you from where we're at. And we're going to go ahead and just fly to the mountaintops of all things growth. And they love you because they want to, and not because they have to legally, biologically, nothing else with the E at the end there, you should look at that person and say, you know what, I know enough about this world to know that there's not a whole Bunch of goods, so you <laughs> yeah, you good price. Like, we're not gonna give you a hard time. And that wasn't my story. My story was I came into their lives with that notion of here I am come to save the day, honestly, because I saw a deficit in their mothering. Their mother was not present. She I don't know if you want to blame the work schedule. I don't know what you want to do. But in my opinion, a woman who tells the father at certain times in their parenting, hey, I just want to sign full custody over to you kind of screams a woman who's not interested in parenting. It kind of screams a woman who looks like, listen, anything to remove me from having a parent full time, I'm just I'm not interested. You know, when the children are used to being with auntie more than they're used to being with mom and, and not because there's anything wrong with you or there is something that, you know, I can understand if you needed some help or there was. But when it looks like children live with other people and all you do is work and pay for stuff for a living, that's kind of an issue. And so without being too disrespectful, I seen that they were missing the mothering that I gave to my biological children. And I went above and beyond and made sure that they had that. And that was uncomfortable to their biological mother at some point because my bonus baby was calling me mommy as a matter of fact both of them were calling me mommy not because that was a stipulation that i put forth but because that that was something that they felt like you know what this is what i want to do and i and there would be times that my bonus son would go ahead and make me something for mother's day and i would see two presents you know stuff that they made in school and i would ask him you know did you make anything for your mom and he was like no and I was like, well, I think I'm okay with one present. We, we can share. One could be for me. One could be for her. So I really made sure that it was clear. I'm not trying to take over anyone else's spot. As a matter of fact, you can look at me and tell, bro, that's not your real mom. But I remember being out with him with places when I went to register him for school because my husband had to work. You know, we were taking kind of tag teaming because that's what relationships, a healthy relationship does. I remember one of my bonus son's friends saying, hey, is that your mom? And he looked at them and without hesitation and was like, "Uh uh-huh. And which was heartwarming for me because I'm looking, I'm like, I'm a totally different skin tone than you. I'm a totally different height than you. You know, it was things that was just like, man. So we were bonding at some point, but there was a different response when it came to his biological mom she wasn't giving the respect of that i was giving to her which was hey that's still your mom still want you to you know be make stuff for her still want she wasn't giving me that it was that's not your mother you don't call her mommy you don't which again i can understand cuz i can hear you on the other side of the phone like i mean that's understandable that's their mom yeah but it wasn't an issue until my husband and i got married Because when they were talking about me, it would be, hold on, here goes my alarm. Unbelievable. Anyway, it's like every time I told you my alarm goes off. But when they were talking to me about their biological mom, it was, hey, my other mom. So when they were talking to their biological mom about me, it was my other mom. So this was something that was ongoing for a while. Until my husband and I got married, it was yikes. And I just want to give a brief timeline of how things went because... When I say things were fast and furious, uncomfortable, it was fast and furious, uncomfortable. <sighs> My husband and I were set to get married in November. We didn't tell anyone, and when I say anyone, we didn't tell that side of the family because we were very clear that whatever our personal lives were starting off, that's how we wanted to continue. If we weren't letting her in on our dating and our engagement and our everything else, it was just none of her business, and that's just how that went. So cool, that was that. Uh, school starts out here in Georgia in August. So we were trying to sell my house, try to get a new house in the new county that we will be living in together and do all these big moves, marriage and getting the kids over to the same school and all of that within a small time frame. After praying about it and getting other wise counsel, it was just wise that it was like, hey, maybe we should just sell my house first, get the big thing out the way. My goodness. Right. Put it on the market. Let's just make that happen. We should move into your two-bedroom, two-bathroom at the time. Explain to the kids we're still doing it God's way. We're not trying to cut corners. It's just that we have a lot to do in a very small time frame. And so my husband shared a room with his biological children, and they shared that bathroom. And then the same for my children, my biological children and I. We shared a bathroom in that room, and that's what we did to our marriage day. And we wanted it to be clear. Like, we are not trying to skip any. We're just trying to make it so that this family doesn't feel the burden of us trying to do everything to the elemental P. We can still do it God's way and still kind of tweak it to fit where it's not a detriment to the family, financially, emotionally, mentally, and all of that. Because moving in itself is a lot. You're talking about moving. You're talking about moving to a new place. You're talking about starting a a, a new school, a new county, and get married. And, I'm running out of breath and sweating as we speak just about that. So last minute it was, hey, let's go ahead and sell this house first. So house was sold July 30th. By August 1st, it was like sold. We were good. August 1st was when school started. So we already knew, okay, we had to start moving some stuff in earlier. The weekend, literally two days before school started, we get a phone call from their mother. And when I say we, I mean my husband, where well, she's saying she's not going to be able to pick them up because the schedule was every Tuesday to Tuesday. It was drop off, pick up, drop off, pick up, one week off, one week on. She's not going to be able to get them. She's going to rehab for whatever DUI issue she was having at the time. She got her second one. However, that goes. Okay, great and dot 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 she didn't know when she was going to be able to come get them again or when she was going to be in a place that she would be able to watch them again that she had lost her apartment so pretty much london bridge fell down and it was like oh okay so what do we okay great. so we had to quickly add the caveat of oh y'all thought this was just going to be one week on one week off nope you're going to have a full house of four kids all the time In a two-bedroom, two-bathroom, that was not what we thought we were going to be doing. We thought, hey, let's just go ahead and move in here until the wedding. Then we'll go house shopping. But then we were like, wait, skirt. Okay, what's going on? And so, yeah... Um, that was August and then September, October, November, November, we got married, my bonus son showed his heiny tail to the maximum. I have never it was intensified the stuff that I was seeing before I was able to stomach because okay, one week on one week off. But when you're in a setting where it's like, Oh, I get to see all of you all the time. And I can't turn a blind eye to it no more. It began to get uncomfortable. And I'm focusing on my bonus son because that pretty much was the pivotal point and a catalyst to all things that turned out to just be yikes there going forward i mean i'm probably gonna need a whole nother conversation for this but you you name it 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 happened cps reports child protective services cops being involved not because of violence don't look at me i know i'm from new york but i'm not that crazy um court hearings that lasted oh, almost two years. I mean, just, oh, my goodness. So to fast forward all through that, um, wow. Wow. Step parenting sucks. It's still my stance. I just, I, it's amazing to me how you can be pulled to and fro but legally, you have no rights to these children. Legally, you cannot say, hey, I want to still see them. Legally, they can say, ma'am, you go ahead and stand over there. This is between their biological parents. Um, you have a nice day. And uh, the money that comes from dad, yeah, it comes from your bank account. But we're only focusing on him because you don't exist legally. And so that was just, you know, more of a slap on the face. So at some point... I came to the resting spot of my anger turned into all kind of different it was metamorphic to places that i was like wow um i didn't know anger could turn into this but hey, hey here we are <laughs> i guess this is how this works and so I always try to lead these conversations with the, well, what do I want people to know? You know, what's the point of me picking up this phone and calling you? And if this was to get out, you know, what would be my, this was my purpose. And honestly, my purpose is just, if you're going through a situation where you're like, this is just not blending, you're not the only one. This thing is hard. If you feel like, Ooh, okay, well, I'm okay because I ain't got no kids or whoever I'm dating, you know, I'm not dating yet or whatever, you're probably in this day and age, if you're dating late, you're probably going to meet someone who has some form of a child Yeah, so you might as well go ahead and start preparing yourself. Not to say that everyone's situation is disgusting. When I look back and I'm trying to figure out all the things that my husband and I could have done differently, honestly, I don't feel like there's anything in particular we could have tweaked outside of how we disciplined. One disciplinary action turned our lives upside down because mom felt like this was a great moment to go ahead and swoop in and destroy everything that we built up so when she said that thing in July hey I don't know when I want to see them decided that, that there the next time that that she came back to get them you no know, she started visiting them in October but a situation happened of discipline between my bonus son and my and my husband in February and it turned the tables of all things normalcy upside down now it was terrible before then it was just like god i need you to give me a strategy give me a point give me a something but it really 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 just it sucked the whole way through really and truly I tried everything. I had talks with him, my Google stuff, you know, my background is social work and psychology. So I was trying everything that I knew it was, I did textbook things. I did things that were new age. I did things that was old school. It just was just not, it's not what it is. And where I stand at this very moment is, I understand that I came into these children's lives, you know, eight and six, that's early, but that is pretty late. You know, you missing nearly a decade of experiences with them and i get that but i think the most hurtful thing was that it wasn't highlighted not from my husband but from any anyone else that i came in and i loved these children like they were mine and i did not have to i did not have to and i keep repeating that because there are people who don't love their own kids There are people who are just doing some awful things to their own blood, and I treated those children like they were mine. And so I am at a place that I understand because I've been having these conversations with, like, random. You know how when you're really hurt in an area – you'll have a conversation with a beautician, with a janitor, you, just anybody to give you some insight. And so as I've been collecting information, it's just been a consensus. Like, yes, step-parenting is hard. Blending families is hard. But I think that it was just, it could have been dealt with a totally different way um, my my bonus son really showing his tails, I mean triumphantly, not only at home but in school, and just all that led to my husband disciplining him. Led to his mother saying, "Oh, okay, my." Bonus son is Caucasian, so he has some bruises on his hind tail, and so she called the cops, and then the cops called CPS, and then CPS disrupted our household, and then it was like, wait, there's two other kids, my biological kids, still in the home, so let's let's go ahead and see, you know, if they're being abused, and it just was all of this because of what? Because you, ma'am, other biological mom, left children in the home, and you just decided, I'm it's so much to this that you just can't put this in one phone call. Like I'm trying my best. But at the end of the day, if we really want to keep it a hundred, it was jealousy. Jealousy that a woman came in and did a job that you couldn't do for eight, six years. And she did it gracefully to the point that your kids was like, you know what? That's a mother and I want to call her mommy. If you're woman enough to go ahead and tell some man, hey, I don't know when I want to see my kids again for the third time, then be woman enough to see another woman handle your responsibilities. That's just off back. I'm a mother, and I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. And now, again, it's certain circumstances that puts people in places that they got to make some uncomfortable calls. But looking back at it, I was looking at my husband, and I'm like, yo, he was the dad that was braiding hair, putting makeup on for recitals, and and your mother is alive and well, and she lives within five point five seconds. Why isn't she here? And so I was able to observe enough to see, you know what, I wanted to take the burden of being both mommy and daddy off of my husband and because I'm a darn good mother, and I wanted to go ahead and give that to my bonus children. And the thank you that that got was, um, have a nice day. Here goes this extended, elongated, Court uh, hearings that is going to push you out of the picture permanently. I'm literally in court documentation saying stating that I cannot visit, see, call, be in any kind of realm with them uh, until further notice because mom is not comfortable with me being around them. Apparently, she deemed uh as some later function as uh, she waited to about maybe mm, a good year to go ahead and say, you know what, she deems me the emotional abuser as well because when this uh, a court hearings and allegations of abuse and all of that was going on, I'm going to be honest with you. I got cold. I was like, "You know what? Remove me from the premises. This is too much." Never put my hands on my bonus children, ever, ever, ever. Never even raised my voice. Gave a stern talking to when needed be, but that's what I would do to my own. So if I'm going to treat you like my own, you're going to get some of this own treatment. You see what I'm saying? And so when it started being that they were creating, and I say they as in my bonus children, they were creating like just... Friction for no reason. It's like they will almost come in the home and do something disruptive and then go back to her and say some stuff. And then we will have yet another court hearing. And it was just like, what the heck, man? And you know what? It got to the point that I was like, no, I don't want to give y'all nothing else to tell. So I'm not doing my bonus daughter's hair. I'm not having, I'm just, I'm going to wash clothes, make sure y'all got clean sheets, make sure y'all got a meal to eat, and then I'm going to be mute. So they went back and said, she didn't do my hair and she didn't talk to us this weekend and she didn't blah, 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 because we went from having them one week on, one week off to mom being so uncomfortable that it was just like, no, she she had the course go ahead and finagle it where it was every Wednesday and every other weekend. And then it turned from that to Wednesdays were so uncomfortable for our household that we were like, forget it, bruh. Let's just do one week on, one week off, see if we can just establish some normalcy there. And it was just disgusting. And so the overall gathering of that I was able to get from people that I'm like, does it get better? <laughs> does it get better? Like, this is ridiculous. I don't understand what's going on. Everyone says, yeah, but later when they get older. Or, yeah, eventually, but, you know, a couple of years, I had to go through that, too. And I'm just at the point that I'm like, you know what? Honest, and because I got to keep it 100, if with no one but myself, and I choose to be with you as well, um, I'm good, I'm good. This is an abusive title, in my opinion, step-parenting, step-mothering. This is a title where you're supposed to be exposed, you're supposed to be open-hearted, you're supposed to be open-minded, but you're supposed to just be the ping-pong to however the paddle of biological parents uh, and the friction thereof. Whatever their friction is, you're, you're the ball between those two paddles. And I'm not interested And my husband, God bless him, is the most non-confrontational person you probably will ever meet in your life. So to see him ping pong between court hearing and, and stipulation and obligations and financial, you know, just all of a sudden, now we have to do child support after all these years. Oh, you want that percent coming out of our household? Oh, and then you also want us to do what? And do you want them to be on it? Bruh. So I think it's safe to say that I have landed my plane of step parenting and blended family. I'm not interested. I think that my family has seen a lot and even down to my children, my, my, my daughter, feels like you know her heart is pure as gold she's like you know whenever they're able to come back in the house because that's the stance they're not able to come back in the home until dad does some stipulations and see some people and do some stuff and do all these different things because every allegation that mom brought up it has to be addressed because wow court system in Georgia for parents god bless god bless them i don't i personally wouldn't have done it but my husband loves his children and you can't i love a man that loves his responsibilities i'm good so my Daughter's still like you know whenever they're able to come back feel good about it my son he's way older you know it's closer to being an adult and he's like uh I'm good off of the shrimp that he's seen how my husband was mistreated and how some fabricated stories were able to impact my family and how my husband was walking around for the first couple of months, you know, almost close to a year in a depressive state. And so he's like, you know what, I can't do it. And to the point that my son looked at me in the eyes and said, if I were him referring to my husband, I wouldn't even want to be a part of them. Like that is how detrimental and excruciating the children have my bonus children, have run us through the mud. I mean, my gosh, I don't even, like. I would love to tell the story all in one setting. It's probably gonna have to be in a tell-all book when I get to a certain level of influence. But at this point, just understand, the plane for step parenting for me has landed. I, I am good. I am good in that I don't want any parts of it. Meaning, and I told my husband, you will never be alone in this thing called life, ever. I'm never going to have you at none of the graduations alone. You're never going to have to go to no court hearing alone. You're never going to have to do nothing alone, ever, because you put a ring on the most loyal person in the world. And I'm going to love you, even when it's uncomfortable for me to do so. I don't care the setting. I love you. So I take my love for you in any setting, even if it's somewhere I don't want to be. And so I told my husband, I will be your wing woman, wherever you need me. But as far as opening up my heart to do this one more again, I need to collect a few more pieces of information and do a further inspection before I go ahead and move my feelings and my heart into a space that I'm uncertain of. So I have literally had the stance that until I inspect that it's safe, we don't get to move my most fragile and delicate portions of me into any space or establishments with my bonus children. I'm good. I'm good. The court has gone ahead and said I can't be in it. As a matter of fact, I can't see them and I can't do all these things, but at some point I have to, yeah, because I don't work well with being mandated, but I have to be in a family counseling session at some point, in order for them to come back into the home because I live here what a slap in the face not because of what I've added to their lives not because I am an additional attribute to the home and their well-being and everything no because I live here you know what that feels like so I was like you know what forget it i just won't be here on whatever days they're assigned to be here i just won't be here and you know what i was told by the lawyer that we had at the time well if you do that it may um impede the capacity that my husband will be able to see his children oh so i just have to be pulled to and fro wow shouts out the stepmothering hmm What a wonderful, stinky place to be. What's that smell? Oh, fecal matter. Ah, yes, the hinted smell of diarrhea. Mmm, I love to smell that while I'm trying to live my life and grow this beautiful marriage and walk in my purpose and still raise my biological children with the heart of don't, you know, forgive people and don't have a hardened heart. You know, I don't want to be feral with it. But wow. Hello, stepmothering, and goodbye. I'm not interested. So I'll go ahead and follow up with you at a later time and possibly let you know where I'm at. Um, I've grown from where I was last at. My last stance was um, step what? Leave me alone. Because step feels like you stepped on my heart, on my everything, and y'all peeled back the layers of let's see how much we can hurt her. I mean, literally to the point that my bonus son told his mother where I lived and she caused chaos there. I mean, oh, my gosh. If I can just, ooh, yeah, so much. So step, no thank you. Um, Only steps I want to be a part of are the ones coming up to the home and the ones that's going to take me to my destiny. But you know what I gained from it? Because you know me, I'm never going to just – have my flower sampled on without me trying to figure out, okay, so what did this pattern and this imprint on this flower teach me? This has taught me, A, uh, you move too fast. uh, And I know you want to do that. oh, but they're just kids. No, no, no. From now on, for the rest of my life, when it comes to my heart and my inner being, I will never move faster than the inspection tells me that I can. Because I remember when I was house shopping, I don't care how much I loved the house, I could not sign the papers and move anything that I loved inside of the home until they established that the inspection said it was safe to do so. So that is my stance with that. You know what else it made me do? It made me go ahead and want to do all things Strive and Inspire and I wanted to relaunch and I wanted to talk to people from the mountaintops because I had almost two years under my belt of hurting to the point of no return and I was just like I have to keep it real with people is it popular and you know is it fun to say hey step parenting sucks no but if nobody's going to be brave enough to say it and keep it 100 then I will It has catapulted me to I was so uncomfortable in my personal life that it catapulted me with business ideas. It catapulted me to want to just be a better me and and inspire others to be a better them. And I I'm thankful for that. I wish it would have came through a different vehicle, but it came through the space of me being so uncomfortable. And this space called step parenting that I was just like, I. Oh, my goodness. So. My challenge to you, the only thing that I can pull from this is if there is something in your personal life that is really, really, really uncomfortable, pull the pain out of the problem and try to see what is it trying to teach me? Because the last thing that I was going to do was have anybody else write the chapters of my book. You know how I feel about that. You're just not going to come into my life, stamp on my flowers, and then now for the rest of my life people are going to drive past my house and say oh that once was a beautiful home it once had beautiful landscaping no 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 no, no. nobody gets the power to do that and nobody gets the power to tell me that i have to be connected to something that's toxic i don't care the age the title the whatever whatever i don't care if it's 8 18 6, 16. doesn't matter to me if it's toxic then i need to take a step back and take a different strategy so that the poison does not affect me Anytime that something is hazardous in a hospital, you see people suited and booted. They're not just walking into a patient's room because they care about patients. Take care of you first. Then we'll go ahead and take care of the problem at hand. You see where I'm going with that? But we're going to be on this phone for an hour if I keep going because I tell you what, this thing is cruel. I tell you what, okay? Pull the pain, not the problem. If you're having an unblended situation and you you wanted it to be this the Brady bunch like my husband did and you know and that I also did one at one point then you, you're not the only one and it will get better but until it does you get better And whatever better is, better may not be the Jada Pickett and Will Smith, you know, everybody sitting at one table with the ex-wife and the blah, blah. It may not be that. But, you know, get to a place that your better feels better. My better was I just wanted the court hearings to stop. And it took 17 months for that to happen. Then I was like, okay, I just I want to get to the place that we're not in a bind because now this large chunk of child support is coming out of our home unexpectedly. And God went ahead and blessed that. He was like, okay, here goes this financial increase. So I pulled and strived for my better. And when it became better, I got better. Is the situation where I want it to be right now this minute for me? No. Is it where my husband wants it to be? No. But you know what? I'm not going to stop living until, like, we're not doing that. My year of birth says 1982. It's going to be a dash and it's going to be a date. It's not going to be a circumstance at the end of that. So I choose to live. I choose to live beyond. I choose to live greater. I choose to live brighter. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what you're going to do. If I'm going to be putting my business out in these green and blue streets, you're going to be living better than ever because you have to. And because you are not the only person that had to choose to do so. So. You know what these conversations are? They are life-provoking conversations. Listen, this is real life. I'm not only talking to you about things that I've overcome. and No, I'm talking to you about things that I'm currently experiencing, things that I'm like, oof, let me explain something to you. I don't want to smile through the pain. I want to be able to tell you no. Labor and delivery hurts. Is it worth it? Don't know it yet, but, you know, we'll get there. You know, it's, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. And eventually, maybe that storyline will change. But as of now, that's my narrative. Point blank the period. Do I feel some kind of way about their mother? Absolutely. Do I don't want to give her these hands? Absolutely. Tyson style. But God said, no, ma'am. And I was like, oh, okay. He was like, listen, revenge is mine. Thus saith the Lord. Oh my God, but I don't want to be spiritual right now. I'm going to be everything earth realm. And he's like, I understand, but no. I had to trust and lean on God in ways that I, I'm i not used to that. I'm used to picking up the phone or picking somebody up and showing them how I feel verbatim, okay? God was like, nope, don't need you to do that. Um, I have a family history of holding grudges. I can hate you tomorrow. The Christianity and the new me, I, I was struggling with that. I have a light switch that's that's very sensitive i can turn on and off in a heartbeat bro you don't want it and i didn't want to feel obligated to just have this automatic turn on all the time because they're children so what so what they don't know the ramifications of what they're doing yet but they know what they're doing we had talks they looked me in my face and they knew what they were doing they knew what they were doing so whether you knew what it would unfold to i give you that but you knew the chaos that for – it was almost two years of you doing something here, going back to mom and saying, Mom, such and such happened. You telling your dad, I don't want to be in this house no more with you because mom said this, that, and that. And, it, it, I mean, oh, my – so, you know, just life-provoking conversations, bruh. It's not always going to be pretty. And it's not always going to be neatly packed in a suitcase called, don't don't let everyone see that your life is not together. No, my life is very much together. My thoughts are together. I, I have a very good assessment of where I'm at. I have a humble assessment, as the Bible says. and what I assess about step-parenting in the mother realm, it sucks. Praise God for the people who have a different experience. Not so much for me. Do I want a ex- different experience going forward? No. Do I hold a grudge for them right now as we speak on this telephone? No. I look at it like this. No love lost for them. So I don't want to gain any any more pain. That's it. Honestly and truly, I have morphed to a point in my life that I'm like, I mean, really, you met these people a couple of years ago. You can't let that be the detriment of this beautiful marriage and this beautiful life that you want to have. Like, let them have the life that they want to live. They don't want you around. Cool. Will I change if they change later, I don't know. You got to ask future me. Me right now is looking like, mm, no, there's still mold in that attic. I'm not moving anything. I'm sorry, not not to further notice. Do I hold malice in my heart? No. Do I have a forgivable, teachable spirit? hmm Absolutely. I forgive minors for doing chaotic, permanent things in adults' lives, um, but I don't know how to move from that. Like, it would be like starting a relationship from scratch from people that I, the relationship started off in turmoil and ended in turmoil. And so I have to figure out how to grow beautiful flowers in corrupted soil. I don't really, I don't really want to put myself through that. I, I, my stance and my truth at this matter is let the relationship between, my bonus children and my husband get to a place that I see it thriving and whatever. And then I would just be in in addition. We don't have to have a separate, like, you know, girl day and mommy and me days, like how I have with my biological children. We don't have to do that because that may not be my story and I'm not going to cry myself to sleep or feel some type of way because I don't have a replica with, with my bonus children that I do with my biological. It's just not, it's not what it is. And we're going on almost an hour. So I got to hurry up and get out of here. This is like the longest convo that we had. That's how you know it's touching. Because I don't want people to have this idea that, oh, you know, life is just great. uh, And things just blend together. And No, it started off great. It ended terribly. And we're still in the crux of it. That's just pretty much what it is. Do I have the energy, the the willingness, the want to, to want to go ahead and make it anything more? No absolutely not no for the way that I'm built you don't get too many times to show me that you're not interested before I keep going ahead no the only person I chase after um with faith is Jesus Uh, anything else I mm -mm. show me what what I'm getting into so I know how to respond show show me what kind of party this is so I know how to dress I'm not going to be wearing all white and and this is a, a mud fest You see what I'm saying? Like I just want to be, I want to finally correspond to the environment. And the environment says very much so, we don't want you, stepmother. Cool. I get it. You know, they're not eight and they're not six anymore. Years have passed. I get it. Um, but at this point I'm still like, no thank you. Because they're still like no thank you. And even if they decide to say, I wanna say thank you now, cool. I'm probably not going to be in that space. No hard feelings, no hatred. Do understand that you can get to a place that you're like, you know what? I don't have to not like you or hate you or have malice or have some grudge or something black in my heart just not to rock with you. I just don't. There is no relationship. I get it. What I was trying to form wasn't something that you wanted. Actually, you wanted it, but when you saw your mother had an issue with it, then it was like, "Mm, I don't want it either. Cool. Then understand that because you made that decision, I get to choose what kind of relationship I want with y'all going forward. Right now, it's court-mandated. I can't have any relationship. But when it is time to have a relationship, understand that I get to choose what flavor. That's it. And this is my truth. This is not me putting on for you. This is not, I don't want you to see me in that light. No, I don't care what light you see me in as long as it's my truth. And that's just it. And so if you know anyone else going through an unblended situation, go ahead and chime them in on this conversation. But I feel like you got what you needed. Listen, because I would keep you on this for a whole nother hour. But I feel like you got what you needed. Play it back, see what you need to go ahead and get from me, whatever God set in your heart or what have you just understand it's been it's been a long long time coming change hasn't come yet <laughs> had to end that differently but yeah i wish i had something different to tell you but tis my truth and that's just what it is but that's my good good nanny says all right I ain't going to hold you. I'll update you if something changes. But for now, this is my story. And I can do nothing but keep keep living and keep writing my story. My chapters don't end. My book doesn't end. I'm just going to go ahead and just add some more paragraphs because the way that it was ending, I didn't like it. <sighs> Which brings me to my next topic. But I'm going to go ahead and call you back so that we won't be on this phone for four hours because I know you're mobile to mobile. Or oh, you... You got mobile to mobile? Okay, good. Because, yeah, you would have got a bill out of Lifetime. But go ahead. Um, I'll go ahead and call you back later so I can talk to you about my next topic. (laughs) Thank you for listening. That was tough. Later.